you know, I'm, I'm expecting, like I said, every day, you know, if she's dialing five, six hours, I'm expecting four to five leads every day. Um, and throughout a week's worth of time, you know, if for us, our KPI is, at a, is about 25 leads for one signed contract. Mm-hmm. So I got a cold call that's going to work all week and we, we should get us a contract that week. Perfect. What's going on, everybody? It's Jamel Gibbs. Listen, today we have a special guest who's going to talk to us a little bit about how important it is to make offers over getting appointments. This is a strategy that every real estate investor needs to hear. In fact, with my investment business, we make offers over the phone. We don't necessarily go out and look at houses. You guys have heard me say that before. Uh, and this is how you run a virtual real estate investing business. So offers over appointments is what we're going to talk about today and how you can implement that into your investment business. Brandon Barnes, what's up, man? Hey, man. I'm well. How are you doing? Oh, it's a pleasure to have you, brother. I'm doing good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Excited to be here. Awesome, man. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, man? Yeah, so so look, I, I started this business um, 2016. It was like kind of all by chance. Um crazy situation. I just got married October, 2015 turnaround two weeks later was fired. Two weeks later was fired. And, and it just completely threw off everything that I had planned. I had this whole plan for myself. Like I was going to, you know, go graduate from a big school, go into a corporate world, climb the ladder, get some money up and um, find an opportunity to jump into, you know, purchase a startup company or something. I just knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. I even, um, <clears throat> took like 15 credit hours, like an entrepreneurship certificate program at Purdue, where I graduated from. Um, and, and I jumped into the corporate world and three jobs in a row, they got acquired. And that last stop, I landed back in Atlanta and they and they fired me. And, and so um, by getting far, fired, you know, in October, I reached out to a buddy I met in Pittsburgh. and I was like, what's that real estate thing all about? And he mentioned, you know, hey, he actually moved to Atlanta and I could come through. He had this mentor program and, you know, come through. I'm going to learn all about wholesaling, how you can get into real estate, the biggest wealth building tool in the world with like little to no money. Just come through, going to drive for dollars. Um, And uh, he just gave me a taste of that. And I was hooked. I was hooked. Early 2016, never looked back. The first two years, I'm driving all around Atlanta. Like that's my home market going to every appointment, speaking to everybody, um, really trying to just build rapport, talk about everything other than the property. And it worked, you know, and, and I was doing deals, um, but it was always dependent on me actually being at the property. And it was a good week if I got out five offers. Mm. And so once I started to kind of realize, look, you know, if I'm not getting out enough offers, you know, I'm not going to have an opportunity to do deals. And so I wanted to replace myself and I had a, in a, a friend, a colleague that mentioned uh, you can do deals over the phone. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't believe it. Um, but my cold caller at the time, you know, I felt like I could show him how to come up with the offer price just by looking at the map. Um, and so I kind of built a script for him and I, I wanted to get myself out of that position. And so, you know, bringing him into that role is just, it, it, it had me try it out just to see if it was going to work. And sure enough, like as soon as I put him into that position, you know, he started to send out a bunch more offers. 
um, kind of got up to 50 offers each and every week. Uh, we started to expect to sign contracts every week, you know, like every 25 offers and we were seeing a contract signed. Yeah. And so it was kind of made out of necessity, like after about the first two years when I wanted to grow the business and hire somebody to replace me, that my best team member was virtual anyways. And so, you know, putting him on the phone, you know, he just really was able to build a lot more rapport, a lot more people and submit offers. And, you know, it just started working. We did seven figures that next year after I finally hired an acquisition manager. Awesome, man. So, you know, I, I want everybody to, to listen to the journey here. So he started off going out to see the houses first, realized that there was a better way, hired a, an acquisition specialist eventually, and did seven figures the second year in business. Now, was it an easy transition going from uh, understanding how to do it by looking at houses versus making the offers over the phone? Again, offers over appointments. Was that an easy transition for you? Um, somewhat, somewhat. I would say, I mean, you know, um, surprisingly so. It was more surprisingly easy than I thought it would be. Um, because what I found, like, as I tried to show him and show this acquisition manager, what I found is that I could start to base my offer prices off of as is sold comps and what investors were buying properties for. Right. If I based my offer off of that, I actually was able to get to a number that worked damn near better than when I was actually at the property. <clears throat> because even like when I'm, when I was at the properties myself, like, you know, I do repair estimate. I would still look around, see what sold. There was still a chance that I wouldn't hit the right number. I would get under contract too high and wouldn't be able to sell it. Well, the, the, the drop-off wasn't major. It was actually about the same once we started just making offers based off of what sold. And I found like a trend. I found that there was only a few different types of comps, homes that have been sold to somebody that was going to renovate a property, mm -hmm. homes that have been sold, sold to landlords or homes that were sold move-in ready. And I could look in the price history and find what they usually sold to that investor for and then just base my offer off of that. I, I would base subtract out 20K from what I could see an investor bought a property for, a, a similar looking property. And then that would be my maximum allowable offer. Once we started to make our offers like that, we were locking up deals with margin that worked. Got you, got you, man. And, you know, <clears throat> keeping that in mind, what are some of the biggest misconceptions investors might have uh, getting started doing this? Um, I mean, I, the biggest one is that you have to go to a property in person to do a deal like that. I think that that was, you know, that's something that, you know, even some of the best, some of the yeah. brightest, some of the biggest um, real estate investors, wholesalers, um, you know, just feel like you have to go to the property. You have to build rapport um, at the home um, and that you cannot do this virtually. Um, and, and I'm here to say like, you know, you can a hundred percent do this business virtually and, and base your offers um, off of what you see that's sold in the area, similar sold comp. So it just takes a small mindset shift at that point, right? Once you understand 100%. the numbers, would you agree with that? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Cause I mean, look for even me, I didn't really believe uh, out the gate. I was, I had to be uh, shown otherwise um, that, you know, it would actually work out 
Um, but it was it was tough for me in the beginning. I didn't think that I think I always felt compelled to drive to somebody's house. And um, I just I when I stacked up the results versus each other, you know, I realized like look, I'm not getting to these properties. I'm not submitting offers and we may get a contract. Mm-hmm. But once we actually started to consistently do things that way, um, we were sending out so many more offers and we actually more consistently started to do deals and get properties under contract. Gotcha. Gotcha, man. So what, what are some of the obstacles investors might face when it comes to uh, transitioning into making offers over the phone? Yeah, I mean, some people, I mean, out the gate, you know, one thing that you have to be able to do is have a, a, a longer conversation. Um, you have to be very comfortable over the phone, right? Um, you have to be able to build rapport over a phone call, which, you know, is it can be tough. Um, but what I've done is I actually developed a script for my team members to actually kind of go through the property, slow things down. Um, make sure that they, you know, clearly ask permission, warm up the seller lead, um, you know, diagnose the problem, discuss the solution, make the offer, try to get close, boomerang. Like there's mm-hmm. a step-by-step sequence that we follow. <clears throat> and I actually, um, I mean, I share that script. I've shared, shared that script with people in the past. So if you, if you want uh, any of your viewers or listeners want to, to check it out, uh, I have this, this, this script that I've used you know, successfully to, to train someone to be able to like walk them through the entire process and submit offers at different price points um, to, you know, ultimately get to your maximum allowable offer. Cool, man. Um, and it, it kind of built in, it built in uh, an anchoring system for you as well. And which is something that I learned along the way. Um, so that, you know, that was a super big shift and a uh, very important resource in our business. So yeah. listen, if we had to give our listeners a step-by-step process on how to go from A to Z, right? Soup to nuts. So if they wanted to, if they're already getting leads and they needed to make an offer over the phone, what would be those five steps? Yeah, good question. Um, for one, you need great data, right? So what, you know, let me actually take a step back. <clears throat> you want a good list of prospects um, because, you know, you can go out and find people that you assume have level, you know, a level of motivation, probate leads, eviction right. leads. You want to start with a good base, right? And then you want to skip trace them the right way, right? You want to have a good data to find the right phone numbers uh, for, for these homeowners. So, um, so just to stop right there for a second, what, what, do, you, what do you feel is the best list to start off with? Uh, honestly, look, if, you know, somebody, you know, kidnapped my kid and said, I got, I had, you know, 30 days to, to pay them, you know, $10,000 or do a real estate deal. I'm calling probate leads. Yep. I'm calling probate leads from, from starters. I, I'm, okay. I'm going to go down to the courthouse and pull these probate leads. And um, I'm going to reach out to those homeowners because right. I, you just know that they will be selling. It's yeah. a high likelihood that they'll be selling. So you're going to start um, off so, with probate yeah. leads. For sure. And then you're going to skip trace um, the leads. Skip trace them. I like batch skip tracing. Okay. Um, I think that's one of the best for non-regulated data. I mean, we use LexisNexis in-house. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if if I just didn't have that account, I would be using batch skip tracing. Um, and then um, I would make sure that I, you know, have a high um, kind of, you know, the high 
contact rate way of reaching them. So some people send mail, some people send SMS, some people call. So I would either call or SMS these homeowners. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that would be number three. That's pretty much what we're doing right now as well. We still do direct mail, but we use it. um, We use it spotty when it comes to following up. But right now to get the most touches, we're doing SMS and, uh, and cold calling. That's what we're doing. Same here. Same here. Um, then, um, I would make sure, uh, that I use a triple line. Do- so a triple line dollar for my follow-up. And, and I can say that because for us, even when we get a lead via SMS, we put it into our dollar because I want to very rapidly go through those leads. Mm-hmm. So I can get a lead from anywhere and we're going to mm-hmm. add it to our dollar and assign it to our acquisition manager. So not just the cold call leads. Um, that's something that, you know, I, I learned in part of that process is that when we would cold call them, a lot of, you know, the gurus and my coaches would say, hey, you get a lead, you send it over to Podio and then you hand dial and you go on appointments. Like, nah, we want to keep them in the dialer. We group them and we set a follow up for them. And so the acquisition manager can fly through those leads. As soon as he goes live, he just jumped directly into the acquisition manager script take them through the process and submit the offer. So are you using so, Mojo Dialer or? And in-house we're using call tools. Okay. But I show a lot of my coaching students to use Mojo Dialer because that is, I think the simplest, you know, yeah. uh, high utility, you know, dialer, even if that's the right term. But I think that's the best, most effective, easy to use dialer out there is Mojo. But once you have a bunch of cold callers, you know, that can dial into one campaign, then you can switch over to call tools, but it's just a bear to get it going. Yeah. It's a lot of things that you have to kind of set up ahead of time. So, but we keep our leads in the dialer, even in call tools, but that, you know, look, when I trans transition from Mojo to call tools, we lost a lot of opportunity because it was a very difficult transition. Um, So if you do think of, if, if, if anybody listening is considering switching like CRMs or dialers, Mm -hmm. make sure that you know what you're doing when you, you know, as you get into it, because it can really slow you down. Um, yeah. And so then lastly, look, I'm going to want them to send out 50 offers each and every week. Uh, It's, it's the speed at which you get through those offers. Um, we use an automated process in house, uh, where it's kind of like a web form Mm -hmm. where you can just input the fields, seller's name, address, our stuff is already in there and hit send and it'll, it'll merge a document and electronically send it to the seller. So we can very quickly get those offers out. So, um, my acquisition manager could be on the phone and just and hit send and it'll go direct you, uh, DocuSign. How many leads would you say is taking you in order to make 50 offers a week? Like how many leads are you sending out? How many phone calls? Are come, what are like the KPIs looking like? Yeah, I mean, it's about 60 leads. About, you know, 60 lead. I mean, because we, we, we send offers to everybody, even mm-hmm. the retail people, um, because you never know We've had plenty of times where a homeowner was like, no, I want the world. And then they changed their mind. Like after they actually received something in the mail, they came down a little bit. So we send it to everybody. But there are times that people will ghost us uh, where we can't get them back on the phone. Right. So I would say for every, you know, 60 leads or so generated, we're sending like 50 offers or so. Um, It's a pretty, pretty one to one comparison. Yeah. Um, And then how many prospects are you hitting to get that at 60 leads? Meaning how many good question text messages are you um, sending out? 
or cold right. calls. So I would I would say more so from the phone from the phone perspective. Um, it's about a hundred or so calls to get ten to fifteen leads. Okay. Um. No, no, I'm sorry. To ten to fifteen contacts, one, one, or one to two leads, right? Mm-hmm. And so, kind That's of scale that back a little bit. Um, but to get, um, I would have to look at the numbers uh, in essence. But we make about um, three thousand calls. She makes about eight eight hundred calls a day, uh-huh. and I'm expecting like five or so leads from that, right? Eight hundred um, calls per day. Yeah. So cool. if, if my my cold, my man cold caller on the dialer, it's about three thousand calls for the week. Um, but you know, when she, when it's, it's live ringing, it's 800 dials. Um, the contacts is less than that. Mm-hmm. But the, and then the leads generated from that, you know, about five to six leads per day. So I would have to back into the numbers. I know kind of the, the highlights of her KPIs, but back into how many, um, calls to generate a certain amount of leads, you know, I'm, I'm expecting, like I said, every day, you know, if she's dialing five, six hours, I'm expecting four to five leads every day. Um, and throughout a week's worth of time, you know, if for us, our KPI is, at a, is about 25 leads for one signed contract. Mm-hmm. So I got that's a cold call that's going to work all week and we, we should get us a contract that week. Yeah, that's usually the nation. That's actually the nationwide average between 20 and 25 offers should get you one contract. You know, the more experience you get, obviously that can that can alter the numbers. It could be lower. Uh, but for most people, yeah, it's going to be about 25 offers to get a, a really good deal. Um, yeah. So, yeah, those. No, that, 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 that jumped around a little bit when COVID started. Mm-hmm. For, for us, that that it went up. Like, you know, it took us a while to get the contract get contract beginning of this summer. But I've, I see a leveling back out. So I'm, you know, I'm excited about that because uh, things are getting back to normal in yeah. our business. But, you know, that we did. We were tracking that like, man, we still right. got a lot of offers making a lot of calls and not getting the results that we're used to. Uh, so I'm glad to see, you know, things kind of simmering back down now. Yeah, man. You know, ironically, you know, in my business, when COVID hit, it, uh, you know, we were just, I mean, deals was just coming left and right. It was almost like it would normally take us about seven to eight offers to get a, to get a contract. Mm. I mean, it was like every two to three offers we made, we were getting contracts. And a part of that is because we do creative investing as well. So, we present, mm. The way we, we my business is set up, we do wholesaling and creative. So if a wholesale deal won't work, we're going to be making a creative offer. Mm. Uh, so we're able to get more deals that way because of it. So it's just kind of crazy how, honestly, 2020 has been one of the best years since I've been in business wow. financially uh, be, because of that situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so one thing that I didn't speak to specifically, so I had originally in 2017 i actually partnered up with another investor so uh, mid 16 17 18 our biggest years uh was with the partner um but he had started to work on another business i started to um lead a monthly meetup are you live uh, and people can you know, check trip. that out brian trip yeah, my good boy, buddy. Man. yeah shout out to oh. brian brian trip yeah yeah i actually a- had him on the podcast as well Dope, dope. It's a few of us. So it's Aria Live Columbia, uh, Aria Live Sarasota, Aria Live Orlando. I have Atlanta. And of course, Brian has Birmingham. Nice. Um, but I started that last year. Um, I started coaching last year. And so me and my partner actually dissolved 
our, our, our business efforts beginning of this year, but the team, you know, continue, you know, I, I, I continue to work with the team. Um, and so we had less, less callers, um, you know, beginning of COVID, um, you know, similar process, um, and, and similar business setup, but COVID hit us differently because I, I know there was, I have a few folks in the mastermind that, you know, they said in their market, they were doing very well. I, I, I heard in other markets, it, it wasn't as hot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I know, you know, a, a market has uh, definitely, you know, uh, affected different people, different ways, geographic area, how, how their team is made up and then what they're trying to do. So it is my goal, you know, going to, into this next year to bring somebody in that's specifically focused on creative financing deals. Absolutely. So that, man. you know, I don't get that shiny object where I'm trying yeah. to everything but i'm gonna bring somebody in specifically to focus on that so i'm not leaving those opportunities on the table like it sounds like you're taking advantage of yeah we've been doing i've been all right so i started off as a rehabber 2002 to 2006 then i started wholesaling in addition to rehabbing i started doing creative investing probably around 0809 um in addition to what i was doing uh, and then i got a new construction and stuff like that we built 33 houses last year um, but I slowed down on that, not knowing where the market was going, mm-hmm. uh, which was a good move because COVID hit and I didn't even, right. it wasn't like I right. had the crystal ball, but it just worked right. out that way. But, um, you say it's best to train everybody on your team to be able to take advantage of those type of deals or make those type yeah. of offers, or do you have somebody specifically like bat and clean up? Like what's the best way to implement it into your business? So the way we have it set up, so Every deal we look at, every lead that comes in to us is a deal, right? Because we're going to make something out of nothing, no matter what. So I train every single person. I have one guy on my team who, who manages everything and he understands how to make the creative offers and the wholesale offers. Everybody on the team understands how to make a, a wholesale offer. But when it comes to the creative stuff, rather than teaching the entire team how to make that creative offer. They send it over to Justin. Justin then goes ahead and he'll analyze it and say, okay, this is what we can do with this deal. Uh, In the beginning, he needed to verify that stuff with me just to make sure he was on the right track. But once he got it, he got it. So at this point, um, I believe I'm going to need to train another one or two people because if Justin ever gets sick or something like that, I don't want to, I don't want my business to be vulnerable. So I believe in having multiple people understanding but I don't believe the whole team needs to understand, yeah. you know, you get so how would, people how, on a team, you know, you should be fine. Right. So, but does your team ask certain around, uh, certain questions to know when to send it over to Justin? Yeah, exactly. So there's two questions at the very end of my sheet that they'll ask. And if there's a yes on one of those uh, answers, and they, they're like, Justin, let's, let's, we're always going to take the creative approach first. Cause our goal, our main goal is building passive income mm. over wholesaling. Uh, but if it's just not a good deal, we're probably going to try to wholesale it. Uh, if we can't maximize the profit on it. So we're yeah. always looking to go creative first, then go back to wholesaling. If the deal uh, doesn't make sense for us. Yeah. Have you, have you shared those questions with your listeners? I've shared, uh, yeah, I have, I actually have a video up on YouTube. I gave the script away, you know, oh, so it's called seller script review or something like that. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I like, what I'd like is for the listeners to go through yours and mine 
and kind of mm. combine it, put it, put it, put the two together yes. because, you know, we make offers over the phone as well. Our business model is set up a lot like yours uh, where, you know, we, I don't, I, I don't know when the last time I've actually gone out and Me neither, bro. seen a house. <laughs> I'll be honest though. I do it. I do shoot YouTube videos where I do go out. People like to see me walking through the house, but you know, honestly, man, that stuff is unnecessary. You don't ever need to go see a house. And that's what I'm trying to portray. That's what I'm trying to get across to people. You can operate your business completely virtually if you just know how to do it. And that's what I, that's what I try to teach on my end as well, man. So although it's, it's, it's sexy, it looks nice to walk through a house on YouTube and, you know, all that, and make it look like you're doing something in reality, right. man. I'm just wasting right. time. <laughs> well, the, the interesting thing that you said as, as far as people being able to combine the script is I, I built that script nice. based off a combination of other mentors and thought leaders that have shown me different things, mm -hmm. such as um, tie, tollbacks, you know, uh, make, like advanced mm -hmm. agreements, mm -hmm. um, such as uh, John Martinez has some um, some different tactics and techniques, mm -hmm. um, the, um, the black swan theory, the, you know, Ackerman method. So we do the anchoring system where we go to like 66% of Mayo and then work our way up in different offers yeah. levels, like, in, uh, you know, uh, reducing, uh, increments to get to your Mayo. Um, and, um, also never split the different techniques. Yep. So like all of that is, is what I've put into that script. And once I did that, like that was like my gym, like my crown jewel for the business because it was, a, it allowed me to put anybody in that situation, that seat that could literally take people to the process, talk to them and, and, and have a way of making an offer. So, I mean, definitely, I think if, you know, adding, you know, I'm going to be one to ask some of those questions from your script into mine just to continue to get us, you know, so we're better able to compete and can, and and do business with more homeowners and ultimately help add value to more homeowners' lives. Absolutely, man. And that's exactly what the end goal is, right? To, to add value to people's lives outside of yourself, man. You, you'd be surprised how much of an impact you have on the people that surround you and the people that you're able to help at the end of the day as well. Great call, man. So um, obviously we've been talking a lot about the script. Where can our listeners get that script? Yeah. So right now, if they go over to my main website, sendmoreoffers.com. So if, if you go over to send more offers, there's a pop-up that'll ask, you know, if you want to leave your information for, uh, to receive the script. Uh, but while you're there, you know, there's social links uh, for me at the bottom. If you want to follow me, join the Facebook group, et cetera. Uh, but it's sendmoreoffers.com and everything right there is on the homepage. And um, I love to connect with folks you know people send me dms all the time and you know i like to share information as i you know i feel inspired to do so hop on live hop on you know uh, ig facebook and so yeah, go over similaroffers.com and you can check that stuff out yeah i'm gonna link it into the in the show notes in the description box as well also i'm gonna link all of brandon's uh uh social media links so uh, be sure to de definitely check them out um obviously in order for us to learn we need to read more books right and we need to uh, uh, actually do to me doing is the best teacher. Let me ask you this. What are you currently reading right now? <laughs> question. Good question. Um, so what I'm actually currently reading right now is, uh, so you want to start a podcast, <laughs> the name of it. Uh, but I'm legit reading that book right now. I'm like on page 125. Nice. Um, 
ego is the enemy. I, I still haven't completed that. That's another one that I'm reading right now. Um, one, but one of my favorite authors, Ryan Kelly. Um, but um, I'm reading those two right now. Um, and, um, you know, like I'll link them in the description yeah. box, man. So I, I'm <laughs> assuming you're going to be starting a podcast soon then, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, I think that that's one of the ways that I can continue to give back without, you know, we talked about this when we yeah. met, you know, uh, recently you did a great job, you know, sharing with us, uh, and me and, and my mastermind, uh, some great information about the info sharing space and, and, and your history, your backstory how you run your business virtually. That was a great, great meeting. Um, but you know, I want, I want to be able to do and leave some YouTube videos. Right. But for me, you know, all the kids, you know, business, like I, I didn't want to always have to yeah. be in front of the camera. So I feel like a podcast is a great way to give back and still, and still be able to share that gift with other people. So I'm excited. We both that. man. That's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna let you know, definitely bring you on, you oh, know, it, so you're going to be one of the first guests. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate the opportunity. Listen, man, if you had to give our listeners some last minute advice, some some last final words, what would those words be? Yeah, three things. The three C's I always share, man. Be consistent. Continue to learn and develop yourself. And seek coaching. Mm. Coaching, mentorship. Though with those three things, you will have success in this business or any other business. Get a mentor, develop yourself, and continue to be consistent in whatever you do. Love it. Love it, man. Listen, Brandon Barnes, guys, check him out uh, on all his social media platforms. Also, check out his script. He's uh, providing it to you for free, uh, graciously, and um, he's doing a lot of deals right now. If you guys understand how important it is to make offers in your business in order to put it this way, if you're not making offers, you're not making money. If your phone is not ringing, you're not making money and you can't make the offers. So you got to be able to get the phone ringing. Uh, Brandon talked about probate leads today. You got to be able to make offers if you want to get to the bag at the end of the day. And uh, Brandon is showing you, showing you exactly how to do that. So uh, listen, if you uh, need to go through this podcast again, there was a lot of key gems dropped in it. And um, more importantly, take action with the information. That's how you're going to get the result that you're looking for. Make offers, get money. At the end of the day, listen, it's been a pleasure having you guys listening on this podcast today and looking forward to having, having you again. Take care. Check out my website at reieducationacademy.com. To make it easy, you can just simply go to jamelgibbs.com. Or check out my YouTube page at youtube.com forward slash Jamel Gibbs. I'm all over the web, whether it be on Facebook slash the Jamel Gibbs or on Instagram at Jamel Gibbs. I'm on LinkedIn as well. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Snapchat. Check out all of these platforms for daily content, weekly content, more content from Jamel Gibbs. But if you want to get more in depth, go to REI Education Academy. Com. And that's how you can find out more about my training material and how you can get started investing in real estate today. Talk to you later.